My name is Jed Katzel. I'm a medical oncologist at Kaiser Permanente in Santa Clara, California. Your abstract actually is called Are Women with Head and Neck Cancer Undertreated? Can you explain what, what were you trying to do here? So we used a validated mathematical model called the GCE model or Generalized Competing Events Model to evaluate a large population of patients in Northern California who were diagnosed with head and neck cancer. So this GCE analysis allowed us to compare the hazard ratio for cancer death over non-cancer death. And we found that women were more likely to die from head and neck cancer than from other causes compared with men. This led us to hypothesize that women could be undertreated, but we acknowledge that it's going to take further evaluation to fully answer the question. Okay, now how new is this generalized competing event evaluation, this GCE event evaluation that you're doing? The GCE model has been around for several years. It um, has been validated in a number of cancers, including head and neck cancer, as well as breast cancer, prostate cancer, and endometrial cancer. What gave you the idea that this might be different between men and women? Using our large database, we had access to a large amount of demographic data that we could evaluate and we looked at several different factors, but in particular, we were interested to learn if there was any difference on GCE analysis between women and men. So, summarize for me your findings. On GCE analysis, generalized competing events analysis, we found that women, compared with men, were more likely to die from head and neck cancer than from other causes. This was an informative new finding that we look forward to investigating further. Another key finding was on logistic regression analysis. We took into account a number of different demographic factors like age, smoking history, alcohol abuse history, Charleston comorbidity index, as well as tumor location. And we found that for different treatment types, that women were less likely than men to receive intensive chemotherapy and radiation therapy. We do acknowledge, though, that we will need further investigation, including chart-by-chart -chart analysis, to fully understand why there would be differences or why some patient may elect to have or decline aggressive and potentially burdensome treatments. What are the clinical implications coming out of your study? I would say one clinical implication is showing the utility of this GCE model. The GCE model can be used to identify populations that are potentially overtreated or undertreated in clinical practice. Another finding was this difference that we found on GCE analysis for cancer-related deaths between women and men. If you're a busy cancer doctor and you're treating head and neck cancer, what practically will this do to your decision making? Our trial was hypothesis generating. However, this will help future clinical trials. And we know that in the currently enrolling clinical trial called NRG HN004, GCE type analysis is going to be gathered prospectively and that will help personalize patient care in the future.
it appears that uh, cancer deaths were almost twice as likely among women on this form of analysis. Could you explain that figure to me? Just to clarify, if the score comes back as greater than one, that indicates somebody's risk of dying from cancer is greater than their non-cancer death. There are, the typical analysis is using Cox analysis doesn't take into account non-cancer related deaths. There have been a couple of models that have used this. We chose to use GCE analysis because it has been validated in head and neck cancer. In the normal situation, busy cancer doctors treating a man or a woman, what kinds of thoughts go through the clinician's mind when approaching uh, a patient? Do clinicians normally say, is this a man, therefore it's going to be different, the outcomes are going to be different and I need to think differently, or what? Generally in clinical trials, the outcomes for men and women are generally similar. Also, the decision that an oncologist makes to on who should receive intensive chemotherapy is fairly uniform, including things like performance status as well as comorbidities. We wanted to investigate that further and that's what led us to use the generalized competing events model. It will take prospective studies to answer that question fully. This study was hypothesis generating and that identified potentially that the GCE model can help us in the, in the future after further studies and including after we're able to an analyze our population in a chart-by-chart -chart manner. On this generalized competing event model, you've actually got women at almost double the risk of men. That sounds amazing. We do note that there was a difference in the um, tumor location, primary tumor locations. In particular, there was a difference in our population regarding oral pharynx cancer. The rate of oral pharynx cancer in women was only 38%, while the rate in men for oral pharynx cancer was 55%, and this was statistically significant. This is important because HPV-related head and neck cancer most commonly occurs in the oral pharynx, and we know that HPV-related head and neck cancer has a better response to therapy and better overall survival. And your results do seem to show that uh, for chemotherapy, uh, the women are well behind the men, 35% as compared with 46%, and in radiotherapy, also 10% behind, 60% versus 70%. Does that mean that many of them could potentially be cured by more intensive therapy, do you think? We will also need further analysis to fully answer that question as well. But on our logistic regression analysis, we did find a difference in terms of intensive therapy between women and men that was statistically significant. The radiation treatment confidence interval did cross one, so that was not technically statistically significant. Um, we point out that um, there was a difference in our cohort in terms of the number of women compared with men. That's as expected since the head and neck cancer is more common in men than women. However, that was seen in our study where there were more men than women in our cohort. Also, we will need further analysis to fully understand why some patients may elect to have 
or decline aggressive and potentially burdensome treatments.